Welcome to a new edition of the Cardcast. I am Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demlin. It's an off week for Louisville football, getting stung up in a very wet Pittsburgh, getting kind of beat up. The letdown everybody talked about, uh, it came to reality. And Louisville basketball returning to the court. They've got an exhibition with Simmons College visiting uh, the KFC Yump Center. So let's discuss both. But yeah, Jody, let's do start with uh, the game up at Pittsburgh. It kind of seemed like not to excuse the pun because of the weather, but kind of seemed like there was a perfect storm for that game for Pitt to pull off that upset. No, it it, it totally was. And I, I look, it was terrible. I mean, I, we're not going to sit here and tell you that wasn't a gross night, a gross game, a gross performance, a gross effort. It was just all of the above and it gross. Yeah, it was just, it was just gross all the way. I'm still, I'm still wet from, uh, from that night, but what, uh, whatever it's all, it's all, it's all good. Um, I think that when when you really look at it, Michael, the 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 point the point that I think, and and I don't know, I went back and I've listened to Coach Brom when um, I talked to him after the game, and then when he went in with the media, and it, it's very similar. He changed his wording up a little bit uh, the second time in with the media, but um, a no excuses for mm-hmm. is what uh, is what he uh, is what he said. And and B, you get the sense that he really thought they were focused, but in the end, I I, I don't understand why. I, I don't know. With a week of that's my whole thing. With a week of the coaches telling all these guys, "Hey, we've got to be focused. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. We've got to do this. We've got to do that." And then the guys come out and. I thought they were fo- they looked focused on that first drive. It was a good first drive. But then after that first drive, it just seemed like they went back to uh to celebrating uh, the uh the, the Notre Dame game a little bit more. And I, I don't understand why that is. Uh why did you play one drive pretty good and then boom, you you kind of reverted back to oh, this is uh, you know, we want to celebrate. Because I thought I thought the intensity went down uh in 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 the second quarter. Yeah, I think, you know, I agree with you. Uh, maybe that opening touchdown was a bad thing. Made them feel even better about themselves. Who knows? But, um, you yeah, know, but, you know, again, there were a number of factors. The the overturn on the catch that I thought was a catch, you know, took a lot of momentum yeah. away yeah, you know, and, and things like that. So, you know, I mean, there are a lot of things you could point at in this game, be it early or starting the second half, the decision to go for it on fourth down and, and obviously not getting in and you had a huge momentum swing there. I mean, there's so many things you could point at, but it, you know, as you were kind of pointing out at the beginning, it, it was just kind of gross all around. I mean, you, you lose Jawar Jordan, you've got the weather, you've got Jack Plummer having one of his, you know, if it's kind of a roller coaster, and he was kind of down a little bit, you know, with the turnovers and especially the fumble was so costly, um, you know, and, and then the defense kind of seemingly disappearing quite a bit during the third third quarter as well. I mean, it's a, it was a, it was a full team effort. Um, I do like that Jeff came out and said no excuses. Uh, in his post game with the media, um, you could tell he was trying really hard to to put the blame on his shoulders and not point fingers at his quarterback or the defense or whatever, you know, or giving an excuse that Jawar Jordan was out and or whatever. But he just kept putting it back on his shoulders. But um, certainly it was a, you know, you might want to you, you want to point at the, the at the play calling. Sure, there were some play calling mistakes. You want to point at the poor quarterback play. Yes, there was poor quarterback play. Same with the defense. I mean, like I said, it was a, a team effort and hopefully uh, a pretty big wake-up call. Um, you know, this they've been talking about this all year, how it's a 
it's a one game season and each weekend is that season. And, and yesterday or this over this weekend, they got pretty crushed for their one game season. And I think some of it to your point also goes to, you know, they're feeling pretty good about themselves. So, you know, you, you got it. They got to go back to their, their one game mentality. Don't look at the opponent's record because I think that probably, you know, played into their mentality going in as well. You know, I think Pittsburgh is a lot better than, than they seemed coming in. Not that they're going to be a bowl eligible team or anything, but, but yeah, you know, I think this is a team that needs to now take this moment and kind of learn from it, take the sting, you know, it, it, I think it's a good and a bad thing that it's occurring on an off week as well. So they can kind of think about it and stew about it. Well, here, here's one thing to go back and then we'll move forward. Um, we were talking about momentum and I think Louisville lost all momentum in the world. Pitt had third and six. Uh, Jalen Alderman had a, made an unbelievable play to break up a pass, what looked like it was going to be a first down and a pretty good game. So yeah. instead, Pitt had to punt. It was a really good punt, but Coleman, remember, Kevin Coleman returned it to almost midfield. And yeah. and Chris Bell got called for holding, uh, and the ball got marked back at the nine-yard line. And, and so you lose basically 45 yards 40 yards of, of field position. And then after that, the drive, you know, Louisville, Louisville had a punt uh, and it just never, Louisville never got to, uh, they never got going again. They never got that momentum back again. Um, you know, and you can talk about the Coleman, the ball that was a catch that should have been ruled a catch. You can talk about the roughing the punter that should have been a roughing the punter and not running into the punter. Um, you can talk about a lot of different things, but again, Louisville did so many bad things that it's hard to complain about some of the yeah. uh, uh, of the bad calls because of the the, the bad things that they, that they did. That was the worst game Jack has played. Um, you know, I think it was um, a lot. I do think some of it was the weather. Look, it was. Look, I, trust me. I went. I went through a couple towels. I went through. Uh, I, I mean, it was. It was. It was nasty. It was a lot nastier down there than people probably think. Just looking on TV. Uh, a because the rain didn't stop for most of the game, but B because it was a grass field. How many of these guys have ever really even played on a grass field? You know what I mean? Like it's it takes a little di difference. It takes a little time. And again, Jeff Brom said we're not going to make excuses, but uh, but I do think those are things that uh, that fall into this. Now moving forward, this team really though they've got a uh, this is a huge bye week for them uh, because they've got a lot of injuries. Um, you know, we don't know what the status is going to be of those guys. I would think because he went through the game and looked like he played pretty well um, that uh, 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 I would think that you look at um, I, I would think that you look at um, the cards. I, I mean, you, when you look at, at at the way they played, I just think that that it's just one of those deals, Michael, where, again, there were so many little things that added up to it, but uh, but the bad things that Louisville did overshadowed all the other stuff. Absolutely, and it seemed like um, you know there were multiple moments where, and this is part of where the frustration came in, where it's like, okay, Pittsburgh's punching Louisville in the mouth, but look, here's an opportunity. It looks like Louisville's getting ready to capitalize, and then again, just when you're you're starting to you feel that hope again, you know they they kind of shoot themselves in the foot, you know, in in one form or fashion, and take all that hope away, and. And then another one surfaced, hey, maybe we could do it here. Like the, you know, the the throw to Jamari Thrash on the third and one that if if it's 
thrown perfectly, caught perfectly. It's an easy touchdown and momentum probably switches and the Cardinals got a chance at winning that one. So, um, you know, we could sit here all day and, and really dissect the loss. But again, they've got to, you know, as you mentioned, it's an important one. They've got to get healthy, you know, during this off week, get refocused. Obviously a very tough game coming up when with Duke coming in. They've got to go. Uh, they've got to play Florida State first. Uh, so we're going to still learn a little bit more about Duke. But certainly if you've been following the Blue Devils this season, they're a lot better than than they were just a few years ago. So it's going to be you know a challenging game for the Cardinals against likely a, a ranked opponent uh, when they return to the field. So it's a time to get healthy and a time to get your heads right and uh, get back in the winning column. I mean, when we think back to beginning of the season, you know, obviously I think we'd all be ecstatic if we knew Louisville was, Louisville was going to be six and one at this point. But like Jeff Brahm has said multiple times, when when this team does certain things, they're raising that bar and the expectation level continues to rise. And I think that's right, you know, and and that's why this stings a little bit. And so, you know, Louisville fans may have expected seven or eight wins coming in. Well, they went six and oh, so now that expectation level is nine or ten. So I'm curious to see how they do during this off week. You know, we'll we'll hear from them once it gets to game week and hear from from Jeff as they begin to talk about uh, Duke, but really curious to see how they do, you know, mentally during this off week, getting that uh, to, to, to rip from, to uh, steal from John L. Smith, rip off the rearview mirror and start focusing on Duke. So. Yeah. And I don't know that, like I said, I I think thrash would be okay. I would think Jordan with a week off, I think with Jordan, you know, he, he played a little, just couldn't, it wasn't himself out there. You could tell that. And, uh, and they, uh, uh, they decided to shut him down uh, uh, to try to make sure that he didn't get hurt even more. Um, yeah. I, I'm afraid Renato Brown's probably not good news, you know, looking forward. Um, you know, Jared Dawson's, I think, is close to coming back. Jared Dawson is a guy who um, had played really, really at a high level and and gives you more options up there. Although the other night, I'll tell you this, Jermaine Lolet played well the other night as he's back yeah. and playing. You know, Louisville's got guys – uh, and that's the thing, Michael, coming into this bye week, you know, Brian Hudson and Lole and, and Mason Riger, they don't practice much because they've been they've been banged up and they've had issues as far as injuries. Um, and so when you don't get to practice, it really does kind of kind of hurt you. And uh, am I forgetting somebody who got hurt the other? Oh, and Brownlee. Brownlee. I don't know about Brownlee. He came back in the game. So it uh, didn't look he didn't look himself in the fourth quarter. Um, but he is such a competitor and such a leader. You could tell he wasn't going to not be out there and, uh, basically was kind of like, I'm going in. (laughs) And uh, so, so I I would think those guys with a week off and, and not doing a whole lot, um, look, they're going to practice, uh, on, on Tuesday and Wednesday, the coaches will be recruiting, you know, on Thursday and Friday, and then they'll get back in, um, you know, on Sunday and get ready for uh, the Duke game, which by the way is, what time? We don't know what time. We still is. don't know. <laughs> we we still don't know, and uh, and 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 we're not gonna know for a for a while because we're not gonna know until uh uh we're not gonna know until um uh, next Sunday. So uh, I I don't know. And I've had people already ask me like, well, what do you think? What do you think? I, there's there's really no thinking. I don't believe because um it's all about results for this weekend. You know, there's a yeah. there's a new there's a noon game that's already on there. It's Boston College and UConn. There's five games that are on on hold. The Notre Dame game, uh, who they're playing somebody that weekend. I I forget now who Notre Dame's playing a a, uh, a oh Virginia Tech is uh, Virginia Tech is playing uh, Thursday night. So that game uh, is 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 out of the mix. 
And then, uh, oh, Pitt is, yeah, I should have, I should have remembered that. Pitt is playing at Notre Dame. So that's on NBC. So you've got five games uh, in the mix. You've got a 3.30 ACC network game. You've got an 8 o'clock ACC network game. You've got a 6.30 CW network game. And then I would imagine you probably have that ABC game on the on the uh, on the on the seven thirty game, and then maybe another noon game on on ESPN is what I would think, or ESPN two, or or one of those kind of things. So those are your are your those are your times. I would think Duke, Louisville, and Florida State, uh, I mean, and Clemson, NC State get um, one of those. If Florida State is still uh, undefeated, where does their game at Wake Forest? You know, does Wake Forest lose this week? You know, so there's so many things. I, I don't think there really is a guess. Uh, I, I do think that uh, that you're probably looking at a night game for Louisville, um, but it's uh, it's still one of those things that just really open up in the air. Yeah, if, if I'm guessing, which it's total guess, I would think it's going to get the night game on the ACC network. But again, that obviously could be pending on how the Duke Florida State game goes. Uh, as well so uh, still a lot to play out uh, to look forward to it though it's gonna be nice to be back in LNN Stadium and and hopefully see the Cardinals uh, you know get back on the winning side so to wrap up our football portion of this if I was standing with you with any of you uh, at halftime of the Georgia Tech game in Atlanta on September 1st and I told you Louisville was going to be six and one going into uh, the bye week and, and are into the bye week, I think everybody would have taken it. Heck, I think you would have taken it at any time, uh, 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 no matter what. Um, six and one going into the bye week until last week when after Louisville beat Notre Dame and then we all kind of got a little greedy. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I think everybody would have taken six and one uh, and been and been happy with it. Now, you don't yeah. have to be happy. You don't have to be happy with the way that they lost and you don't have to be happy with what happened on Saturday night. Trust me. Uh, there's nobody in that, in that locker room that was happy the other night. Uh, so you don't have to be happy with that. Uh, but I think you, I think you, you, if you're a Louisville fan and you're six and one, you've got to be pretty pleased with where things are at right now. Absolutely. But you know, like you said, you know, after the Notre Dame win, Louisville goes to six. Now we all got greedy and you start looking at, you know, the ESPN FBI's and the other projectors and, <clears throat> excuse me, and you see, oh my gosh, there's a path for Louisville to be potentially undefeated going into either Miami and or the season finale against Kentucky. How cool would that be? Cardinals be back in the top 10. So to see that come, you know, take a huge blow, obviously right after that Notre Dame game, you know, certainly stings and, and obviously it wasn't an enjoyable game to watch. So it's kind of double painful uh, coming off a, you know, that, that huge victory. Uh, getting the L the way it did so but again off week important get healthy and bounce back and get that big W and, and things will all be right again yep and you've got uh... MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we I'm Tori Deal and I'm Anissa Ferreira the wait is over guys all stars Four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
We've got a uh, a basketball game this week, exhibition right. game against Simmons College on uh, on Wednesday night. A couple of intriguing things. First of all, um, I don't know that you're going to be able to tell anything from this game, um, uh, you know, as far as as how much better they are or what we can expect. But with that said, with that said, I said the same thing last year going into Lenora Ryan. And when they lost to Lenora Ryan, I think we all knew that it was going to be a longer season than what we might have expected it going into that game. So, uh, so yeah, you're, uh, you're at that. You're, you're talking about, uh, you know, a Simmons college team that's got a lot of dudes on there. A lot of guys from the city of Louisville who I honestly, some of them have never heard of. <laughs> so uh, there's, they've got, I think they've got three guys from mail on there that uh, I don't really know uh, uh, who they are, you know, and, and I'm pretty good about, we, we saw mail yeah. a lot Caleb when Caleb was there. So, um, but th- again, this is one where I don't know that you, I don't know that you worry about the, uh, uh, the opponent. I don't know that you even think about the opponent. Um, but I think you want to see some good things uh, from this Louisville basketball team uh, in their first competition against others. Yeah, you know, and, and I agree. I mean, I suspect we're going to see a lot of different combinations on the floor. Um, I would hope we get a kind of a sense of, okay, we could see there's, you know, we could tell the talent levels better. I think we could tell that in the red-white scrimmage. Hopefully that's another uh, signal that we can see from this. And, you know, and Kenny Payne's talked about that he wants his team to pass the eye test. I think they did so in the red-white scrimmage, but not really sure you could take anything away from passing the eye test from a from a scrimmage like that. And and kind of like with an exhibition like this as well. But some of the things, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is this is going to be our opportunity to see Sky Clark and Trey White playing together instead of going at each other in the scrimmage. And those are two guys that have known each other for a long time. You know, we heard Sky Clark the other night after the red-white scrimmage, you know, talk about how they're both dogs. They push each other. Uh, you know, so I'm looking forward to see how those two do play well uh, when they're when they're on the floor together. Um, you know, so there's there's some intriguing things to, to watch for, but you certainly want to have a, a good feeling about this team when you're coming away from an exhibition. But what we'll see, you know, I have no idea. It, you know, I think the going into this season to me is just a big question mark. So um, yeah, and, and, out- and like you said, I think it's good to have. Um, I, I think it's good to have this um these kind of games you know we saw the red white scrimmage it was the first glimpse of uh of trey white and 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 sky clark all the other new guys but the two main new guys so we saw that and then and then we look now moving forward um this is the first time we're going to see them together you know what i mean so uh so we take it a little forward and, and and we and we and we move it to that so you know then against uh next week against kentucky wesleyan it will be against a better team. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no, uh, you know, if, ands, or buts. I mean, Wesleyan's going to be uh, a a better team than what they're going to see against Simmons. And then when you go the week after that, it's real competition. So you want to see, uh, look, this, this is a baby step type of year for me to, in in my opinion, I want to see them get better every single game, even if it's baby steps. I want to see them get better every single game. And then those improvements re- stay, you know, they don't, they don't regress from, you know, from one game to the next, you know, so th- th- there's a lot this team has to, has to prove, you know, I like the, the comments, you know, c- coming out after the red white scrimmage and being able to chat with, with Sky Clark and Trey White. I mean, these are two guys that, you know, their mindset is completely different than, than what we've seen last year at Louisville, obviously going through the struggles that's going to impact, you know, players 
mentally and the way they react. But these are two guys that, you know, are highly confident dudes. Um, and they're talking about, hey, this is a brand new identity with this team, you know, and, and those type of things, which it clearly is. I mean, this is a team where the roster is, for the most part, pretty new. Um, you know, so how will they perform? How does that group come together? They say things like, you know, this is the tightest team they've been on. We've heard Mike James uh, talk about that. And, you know, so we, I want to see that become reality, not just talk and, and, you know, start seeing them get some, some W's, you know, early on in the season. I mean, the schedule's built for them to, to pick up some, some W's for a team that's got, you know, some, some higher talent level guys on the roster. So, um, I don't, I, I, don't, I was going to say, I'm excited to see the season get started. I don't know if excited is the word that I want to use there, but I'm looking forward to seeing hopefully what is a better team this year coming out and proving everybody wrong. Like you said, even if it's baby steps game by game, proven that they are getting better, you know, each week out. Yeah. They have better talent on this team. There's yeah. no, it's just, there's no question about that. This is a more talent. This is a better and more talented team um, than what they had on the floor last year. Now, the question is, can they gel together? Can the coaches get them to do what they want to do? unlike what they did last year when they didn't do what they wanted them to do. And can they get, um, you know, can, how many wins can they get? You know what I mean? Like, uh, look, we're going to be, this is something that's going to be, it's not going to be a, uh, 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 this is going to be something every single year or every single game this year, we're going to say, okay, they're here or where do they need to be? You know, kind of thing. This and is we're good. This is bad. Look at, yeah. yeah. We're going to continue to look at it. And, and there's going to be a lot of times when, uh, when people overreact one way or the other. And I think, I, I honestly think the overreaction this year probably will be on the more positive side, I would think, because if they come out, Michael, and and, and, and let's just say they're 3-0 going into Texas, uh, you know, into, into that into that Texas game, and they play well against Texas and, and, and you know, maybe uh, uh, come back and, and win a few games – people are going to get a little overconfident, which I don't think you can. I don't think, I don't think you can, I don't think you can hate on this team or you can love on this team like too much. I think you got to be very, um, I think you got to be very even and down the middle of this thing because we all, I, I don't think the coaches know how it's going to play out. I don't think the players know how it's going to play out. And I don't think we know how it's going to play out as far as wins and losses at the end of the season. Uh, yeah. That's why there is a lot of intrigue. You know, and I have found it interesting, not sure how much it matters or, or means. Um, could be just coach speak, but I mean, we've heard Kenny Payne a couple times uh, in visiting with this where, you know, he says, okay, if we can, like in the last one, he's like, hey, if I can get more guys to be unselfish like Trey White, we have the, the, the you know, talent on this team to be a pretty good team. You know, so he's kind of putting it out there that he feels pretty good about what he has and that it can turn around and, and, and be a solid team. Certainly something we didn't see last year. You know, so how that, you know, translates into wins and losses, we'll find out soon enough. But hopefully, you know, it's more W's than L's. But, you know, again, I don't I don't I don't I don't know what my expectation is at this point. Maybe it'll surface after a couple of, you know, these two exhibition games and you kind of get a better sense of how they are against competition, how they play together. You know, like Sky and Trey, how well do they play together? Um, you know, has Curtis Williams already learned a lesson from the first half where he was just trying to score and looking pretty bad at trying to do so. And then the second half kind of like realizing, okay, maybe I should be more in the flow and then performance better in the second half. Was that a learning moment or is that something we're going to see all year long? And 
he disappears on the bench. You know, those type of little things are what I'm looking for to see if, you know, if they are improving as a team as well as individuals and, and yep. the coaching staff as well. Exactly. And we'll break it down for you more uh, as we move along. We've got a couple of weeks before we have a real game. Yeah. Uh, we'll continue to, to kind of look at it and uh, do another podcast uh, uh, coming up next week. So uh, football, hang in there. You were six, you're six and one. You got to be excited with where you're at. And uh, then um, when we, then when we look at, uh, uh, at basketball, I think you just got to hang in there too. And uh, we will, we'll figure out kind of all together just exactly uh, how how much improvement this team has made. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dimling. This has been our weekly edition of the Cards Cast. Keep clicking at cardinalauthority.com.